then I just turn it into a podcast. Okay, hi. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Meena Puri again from Ayurvedic Healing Center. I am delighted to have with me Vanessa Booty. She is a social worker in Ann Arbor. Her practice is uh, she works with kids, teenagers, and adults, and her specialty is trauma. And that's also an interest of mine, so I wanted to have a conversation with her. Uh, the point of these conversations, which are going to be uh, I'm going to be doing more and more on my live is really to destigmatize some of the words that actually, you know, have traumatized us, <laughs> uh, no pun intended. But I wanted to, you know, have, have the conversation open because many times when we think about trauma, we think about a severe trauma. We think about, you know, uh, there's like a, yeah, there's a threat or something severe has happened. And those who are traumatized, they feel less than, they feel like I've been spoiled, something wrong has happened to me, something has been taken away from me. So there's that feeling of, for, for the fear of that, many people actually don't come forward because I don't want to admit that I've been traumatized. So in my uh, practice and in my experience, I, you know, I want to make these teachings available to everybody. In my opinion, and 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 uh, you know work, and I don't think there's anyone. Um, I, I haven't yet met a person who hasn't been traumatized because I I define trauma as something that we have not metabolized or digested. It's an experience that becomes part of the subconscious because we have not metabolized it. And we push it away because life moves too fast and we don't even have time to think about what happened. So what happens as we continue to go through our life, we, you know, there's an agitation that comes up. There's a, a low-grade anxiety or a fear comes up. We begin to have these you know, mental issues, but we don't realize the result is because there's that undigested stuff that's toxic to the psyche that's sitting waiting to be metabolized because there's an energy that's wrapped around it. And when we metabolize it, the point is to free that energy so we feel free. So I wanted to, you know, I met um, Vanessa at one of our Ann Arbor Wellness Coalition uh, networking group, and I wanted to bring her on. And just so we can have a conversation about trauma and I'm going to turn it over to, you know, I'm going to, we're just going to chat. It's nothing formal. So, uh, Vanessa, why don't you go ahead and tell me again, first of all, welcome to this chat. chat. Yes. <laughs> or so promptly. And by the way, everyone, Vanessa just called me. We were just having a chat. And I said, let's have this chat so other people can hear it. So we just decided to do Zoom. So, um, so Vanessa, why don't welcome to this, um, my, you know, Are You With Healing Center page. And Thank you for agreeing to doing this. And of course. Why don't so you fun. tell me uh, what, what's your thought on trauma and how, how do you view that? Yeah. So trauma is, uh, we were kind of joking on the phone, like we, we probably get too excited about trauma sometimes because it's so important to look at and address. But um, I shared with you the, the definition that has always stuck with me with trauma. And it, it came from a textbook that I remember reading. And they, they talk about in the text how trauma derives from the Greek word for wound. And in that way, we can view trauma as any wound to the sense of self or sense of safety. And, you know, you mentioned that 
sometimes people think trauma is, well, you know, it's those big, really scary things. What I experience isn't trauma. That's, it was no big deal. It's just something I have to get over. Um, and when I work with people too, I often try to get them to think about how, yeah, maybe there are those, I call them like the capital T traumas. Maybe there are those big traumas that maybe you haven't necessarily experienced, but what about the little T traumas? What are some smaller things, smaller, tough stuff that you've gone through that, you know, that has made an impact, um, that has been that wound that hurts and continues to hurt. Um, I love that you said like a lot of that is stuff that we just have not fully digested. Um, Cause I like to think about trauma work is, yeah, we are, we're sorting through those things that have hurt us and figuring out like, what did we start to believe about ourselves that kind of makes us see ourselves or the world through a different lens. Um, Cause I believe that as we work through that trauma and those beliefs, we start to see things in a more healthier, adaptive way than maybe an unhealthy or maladaptive way. Yeah, no, that's wonderful because I think recognizing this trauma is really recognizing the inner processes that take place that many times conscious of. So when I think about this global pandemic, I think we're having a traumatic experience. Yeah. But this experience is different. You know, it's traumatic for people. I was listening to a video by this little girl. It was traumatic for her that the, the ice cream truck wasn't coming and she was crying. She was bawling her eyes out. Yeah. It was cute, but it it was very telling because I think we're experiencing it so differently. And there's not to judge why somebody's, you know, having a, you know, panic attack about this little thing or, you know, grow up. It's just Mm -hmm. fine. But it really has, there's no judgment on how how somebody is experiencing it. So again, back to it's experiences that we don't know what to do with. And I think birth is traumatic. For many, giving birth yeah. is traumatic for me. My child was born three months early. Mm, yeah. it was traumatic to the body. It was traumatic to my child. So I think, again, going back to the trauma. So, yes, there is the big T. I love that distinction. So it, it helps us to talk about it. There is the big T where there is severe trauma. and mm-hmm. it's, But I'm talking more about the little T stuff, which we walk around with and we continue to accumulate and the ego side of us very quickly says, oh, you know, we second guess, or oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's part of everyday living. Yes, it is part of everyday living. And so it's trauma. We, we do gather experiences and information that we really don't know what to do with. Yeah, and yeah. forms the subconscious. And the subconscious is when it operates 90%, as you know, 90% mm-hmm. of life. And we continue to work on the conscious level, which is 5%. And if we are, if I'm being like generous, 10%, but I don't mm-hmm. think there, um, the 10%. And then we keep working on that level is kind of like looking in a, you know, looking in a parking spot for a key that you lost, but you dropped it in a dark alley where the light was not there. Yeah. where the light was shed, but actually the key is sitting in the dark alley, but the light wasn't there. So you never bothered to look there. Right, right. We just only, we only know what we know. So when we keep looking at the conscious level, we, we miss the point and we can be dancing around the surface forever. Yeah. Dancing around the surface. So I think the key is to let it register. What is it that you just experienced? It's not to super analyze your life. Right. Pick your life, 
but really tune into what was your experience. And many times we, we go backwards to understand. Mm -hmm. um, and we live forward, but we understand, oh my God, I need to pay a little bit more attention here. What does that mean? Yeah. Then the structures become complex. So yeah, be some of the you know suggestions that you may have for people when it comes to these little t traumatic experiences. Well, first I would say, if unattended to, I think it's very easy for the little t's to become big t's. Like if we don't pay attention to them, and I love that you rec like that you said that of you know we have to notice that they're there. I think sometimes our experiences, it's, it's sometimes that part of us that's still hurting. It just wants to be validated and heard. And so sometimes I'll tell people like, it's okay to recognize that you've been through tough stuff. Um, I think a hard part too, though, is we often fall into like the comparison trap of, yeah, but like what I went through, I mean, my cousin, my sister, my best friend went through something much harder. It, this shouldn't be that big of a deal. And we have to kind of get away from that comparison because um, I read something the other day that said, you know, someone that drowns at seven feet and someone that drowns at 20 feet, they still both drowned. Like it's not wow. like on the, you know, it's not on like the autopsy if they report, they go, well, this person only drowned at seven feet, but the other person, they drowned worse because they drowned at 20 feet. Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. Like it's still, at the end of the day, pain is pain. Hurt is hurt. And we shouldn't be comparing, you know, what we think is painful against maybe someone else's experience. Because I'll often talk to people about that too, that, you know, what could be a big T trauma for me might not be a big deal for you. Might be a little T or not even a T at all. <laughs> you know, yeah. or vice versa. It's all about how we see things and how we perceive those experiences. And like you said, like how we've digested those experiences. Um, the, the, the example that I often kind of think of because of the impact of trauma and what it can do for us is, let's say you get in a car accident, you know, and that for some, that could be a very, you know, capital T trauma, but let's say it's just like a fender bender even. That can still also be traumatic depending on what you've been through. But let's say you have that experience. What trauma does is it, it brings about a belief. You know, we often have these core beliefs that really drive our behavior and become, I like to say, it's kind of like the filter that you see things through. Sure. Absolutely. So if you get in this car accident, you might start to think something like, I'm not safe. I'm not okay when I get in a car. And then, you know, you start to feel maybe some anxiety or panic set in the next time you're in a car, or even maybe it translates into you know, even riding the bus or other, you know, other situations. That's where that's, you know, it may not have been that big of a deal, but it obviously left an impact because you have these beliefs that have kind of taken root in that experience. Mm -hmm. And so I think when I work with people, I try to make sure, you know, when we're looking at it from a trauma perspective, it's not that we're having to necessarily rehash and relive every detail of that experience. But sometimes it's really bringing up like, what did that experience teach you about yourself? Or what did you start to learn about yourself? How did you start to view the world after you went through that experience? Because we can't change what happened, but no. we can process and, and start to kind of build more of those healthier beliefs about ourselves rather than seeing it through maybe that unhealthy lens. I think of, you know, if you had a pair of blue tinted sunglasses on, everything would look 
a little bit blue. And that's yeah. what these beliefs do to us. You know, if you go through an experience that you start to believe even something like, I can't trust, or I can't share this, this is, this is too much. That becomes kind of the lens that you see everything through. And then you're, mm. you know, more light life is happening. Like you said, sometimes life just keeps going and we can't fully yeah. process that experience. So now it's got this new filter that it's going through. And then we're almost even adding to the trauma or burying, the trauma. Yeah. burying what, what really hurt. Yeah. I think so. I, I love that you, you know, few points that come from your, from your talk is one is pain cannot be quantified. Yeah. It's pain. And the second thing, you know, the ego wants to compare because the ego wants to tell you, you're just a baby, suck it mm -hmm. up, stop complaining. What's the problem? What's your problem? Yeah. And we need to know it doesn't matter. There's, we need to acknowledge the experience. And many times when we think about, you know, sharing, do I tell the world? It's really not about sharing with anybody. Right, but right. And you acknowledge that to yourself. Mm -hmm. what you experienced. And then you are trying to work it through. Obviously, we're not going to be 100% of the time conscious. Because like I said, life moves on. Right. But what happens is the, these are accumulative experiences. You know, suppose somebody felt guilty about something, like even, you know, the car example, somebody had, you know, somebody bumped you in the car and you're like, okay, thank God, nothing happened. You know, yeah. it's all, it's all fine. Then the next time you're driving, um, somebody comes even close to you, you freak out because uh -huh. they're going to hit you. Yeah. And that, that, that kind of, a, you know, a exploded response was a result of an accumulation of the experience that happened. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to kind of keep being conscious and doing this work. So this acknowledgement and sharing is really for you to understand it. Yeah. Individual person to understand it, to honor it, and to mm -hmm. feel and seek help when they need it. And yeah. You know, somebody could have bigger traumas or not so big traumas, but it doesn't has any effect on right. what your experience. What you experience is experience. So when we say, well, oh, you shouldn't feel this way. I always laugh about it. I go, it's kind of a mute point. Mm -hmm. It's already been felt. Right. Experience has already happened. So don't worry about whether you should or not because yeah. you already did. You can't take that away because your body now knows it. Your yeah. body now is holding that experience and you can only digest it. You can't get right. it like, because you don't like it. So, yeah, there's a, there's a quote I love. I want to say it's um, uh, Carl Yoon, a psychologist. He says that which you resist persists. Absolutely. So the more you push it away, it's kind of yeah. like, I, I often tell people, it's kind of like when someone says to you, whatever you do, don't look behind you. We're all like, why? What's behind me? <laughs> it's like we want to automatically look. And so when we do that to our emotions, like, don't think about that. That's not a big deal. We it resist it. The thing, yeah. yeah, it almost becomes the thing that's just then, no, you're going to uh, think about it. It's like all you're going to think about whether yeah, you want and, to or not. Yeah. And that's all, you know, energy. This is, you know, yeah. conscious is energy. So mm -hmm. it, it continues to swirl around. It yeah. with greater force and momentum. And then it yeah. shows differently and it shows up in a distorted way in a complex way that now you don't recognize it because it's been sitting there for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I know in our conversation, you mentioned, and I know you have to go soon too, you mentioned a wonderful book. Will you share that with our audience? Yeah. Um, it, the one that, uh, it's where I got that definition from. And actually while we were 
pulling this up, I went and grabbed it quick. Um, it's called okay. Small Wonders. So I'm trained in EMDR therapy. So it's an EMDR text, um, Small Wonders, Healing Childhood Trauma with EMDR. Um, okay. And it's by Joan Lovett is her name. And that's where she has that definition of trauma. And she just, that has just always stuck with me. It's so powerful to recognize. Could you, like, Vanessa, text me the whole name? And yeah, the yeah. Okay, I'm going to put it in our edit the video and add it for our audience. Awesome. Yeah, so, I can do um, that. Thank you so much for just joining me and, you know, just impromptu, like right yeah. on the spot. It's <laughs> wonderful. And I can, I think that we need to have more conversations and I like to bring yeah. you again. Um, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> or, you know, to our listeners, to our audience, so they can, can, we can continue. This is a conversation that we need to yeah. have and then they can learn more. Yeah, so I love that. For watching. And again, thank you, Vanessa. And we will be on again. So awesome. I'm now and <laughs> the virus.